Hi there. This is the uh, 13th of a series of podcasts uh, that are designed to um, help new believers understand a bit of the basics about Christianity. Uh, This one's entitled The Future. Now, do you have any idea what your future holds? I guess not. None of us really have any idea of what is ahead of us. Uh, We make future plans, but they don't always fall into place. So what does the Bible say about the future? The Bible's not a horoscope. You will not get any indication about your individual future. However, the Bible does indicate what is going to happen in world history. There are many different interpretations of the Bible regarding the future. The internet has so many sites on the subject, many of which are deceptive and not based on what the Bible teaches. I would recommend uh, Got Questions, as their articles and videos are short and easy to understand, and Knowing Jesus, because it concentrates on giving biblical references, all about God, uh, light for the last days, and evidence to believe, also have interesting articles and views, and all these are linked on the website pages below. In this brief post, I want to point you to what the Bible says about the future. It's not intended to suggest timelines or the order of events because these just are not clear. So this post concentrates on what the Bible predicts. The most important thing is to know those who put their trust in God, having faith in Jesus and have the Holy Spirit within them, will be with God eternally. So what next? The Lord Jesus Christ told his disciples a bit about what was going to happen in the future. Jesus predicted his death and resurrection. Jesus told his disciples he would prepare a place for them and he would come again to take believers to himself. He also predicted his return to the world in glory as the King of Kings. This is sometimes called the Second Coming. When Jesus ascended into heaven, angels told his disciples, Men in Galilee, why do you stand looking into heaven? This Jesus, who was taken up from you into heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. And that's in Acts 1, verse 11. Jesus told his disciples, We will not know the timing. But in a number of passages in the Bible, Jesus gives an indication of what would happen before his return. Matthew 24, Mark 13 and Luke 12 are important chapters regarding the teaching of Jesus on the end times. Difficult times ahead. Jesus foretold of difficult times for this world in the future. The Bible teaches that there will be a time of great tribulation. During this time, the world experiences unprecedented disasters. So terrible that there would be the potential for everyone to perish unless God prevented it. So why does this happen? Because humanity rebels against God and refuses to repent. But there's still the chance to be saved from this time of wrath, for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. There are more details about the Great Tribulation in the link on the page below. The Lord Jesus Christ is coming back. The Bible states clearly that the Lord Jesus Christ is coming back in the future to reign on this earth. There will be uh, signs in the heaven, 
just as there were when he came the first time. Jesus predicted that before he returns, false messiahs will come, deceiving many. There will be great wars. Moral standards on the earth will decline. Traumatic events will happen. Israel will be vilified again, and Jews will have to flee from Judea and Jerusalem. When the Lord Jesus Christ returns, everyone will be aware of it. It will be like lightning, and the heavens will open, revealing the coming of the King of Kings. He will return to Jerusalem, to the Mount of Olives. At some point, the Lord Jesus Christ will take his church from his earth to be with him. This has become known as the rapture. There are endless views about this, which we're not going to cover here. Sufficient to say, in 1 Thessalonians 4, 16-18, it says, For the Lord himself will descend from earth with a cry of command, with the voice of an archangel, and with the sound of a trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with him in the clouds to be to meet the Lord in the air, so that we will always be with the Lord. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. The next thousand years on earth, King Jesus will rule from Jerusalem. He will reign for a thousand years and will rule righteously. The effects of this righteousness in reigning brings peace, quietness and trust in God. There will be peace among all creation with a new relationship between mankind and creatures in this world. There will be no war, and wrongdoings will be dealt with swiftly and fairly. Eternity. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come to, come, you who are blessed by my father. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Matthew 25-34 Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house there are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you that I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come and I will take you to myself, that where I am you may be also. And that's from John 14, verses 1-3. to Although we live in a body that is perishing and will eventually die, God has promised eternal life to those who believe in his Son. Rather than trying to explain this, I've listed here many verses that mention eternal life. The Bible speaks so much better than I could ever explain. The links of the verses you can see on the left-hand side. Whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. Whoever does not obey the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God remains on him. But whoever drinks of the water I give him will never thirst again. The waters that I give him will become a spring of water welling up to eternal life. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever hears my word and believes in him who sent me has eternal life. He does not come to judgment, but has passed from death to life. You search the scriptures because you think in them that you have eternal life, 
and that is that which bears about me, bears witness about me. Do not work for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give to you. For on him God the Father has set his seal. For this is the will of my Father, that everyone who looks on the Son and believes in him should have eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes has eternal life. Whoever feeds on my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. I give to them eternal life, and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. Whoever loves his life loses it, and whoever hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Since you have given him authority over all flesh to give eternal life to all whom you have given him, and this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ to whom you have sent and when the Gentiles heard this, they began rejoicing and glorifying the word of the Lord, as many as appointed to eternal life believed. To those who by patience in patience in well-doing seek for glory and honour and immortality, he will give eternal life. So that as sin reigned to death, grace also might reign through righteousness leading to eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. But now that you have been set free from sin and have become slaves of God, the fruit you get leads to sanctification and its end, eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. For the one who sows to his flesh will from the flesh reap corruption, but the one who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. But I receive mercy for this reason, that in me, as the foremost, Jesus Christ might display his perfect patience as an example to those who were to believe in him for eternal life. Fight the good fight of faith, take hold of the eternal life to which you were called and about which you made good confession in the presence of many witnesses. In hope of eternal life, which God, who never lies, promised before the ages began, so that, being justified by his grace, we might become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. Life was made manifest, and we have seen it, and testified to it, and proclaimed to you the eternal life, which was with the Father, and was made manifest to us. And this is the promise that he made us, eternal life. Everyone who hates his brother is a murderer, and you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. And this is the testimony that God gave us, eternal life, and this life is in his Son. I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life. And we know that the Son of God has come and has given us understanding so that we may know him who is true, and we are in him who is true, in his Son, Jesus Christ. He is the true God 
and eternal life. Keep yourselves in the love of God, waiting for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ that leads to eternal life. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let your hearts, let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. It says in John fourteen twenty seven, have peace because as a believer, your future, your destiny is eternal life. To be with God the Father, the Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit forever.